0: World of Warcraft community is the best community ever. It is so good. You're on how much it's helped solidify friendships, you know, like... The Third
1: Faction is the important, is truly the most important, because we all have a
0: say in it. Hello, and welcome to The Third Faction, a podcast about the community of World of Warcraft. I'm your host, Demetanoth, but you can call me Demi, and I'm joined by the man with a voice that's been compared to Clancy Brown. It's Bricko. How are you doing, Bricko?
1: Good morning, Demi. I'm doing wonderful, thank you. How are you?
0: I'm very well, yeah. How's your week in well-being? WoW
1: been? well i have made a little bit more time this week. Uh, I've been really busy at work still. It's fall, and it's a rush time for us uh, in my trade. But I've gotten closer to getting my Volpera. I think I only need like 3K more rep, so another week of uh, that wisdom buff. And I should be able to get that wrapped up. And then I've also decided that my main Bricko... In Burning Crusade, I changed him from Blacksmith Miner to Blacksmith JC, Jewel Crafter. So I have a hunter that kept him with materials. Well, now I'm going to change him back for Shadowlands. He's just going to be a blacksmith. So I'm trying to make all of the uh, Jewel Crafting Panthers um, that you can make before I get rid of Jewel Crafting on him. So I've got my hunter now at Visiting Tosh, actually, over at uh, Half Hill Market. (laughs) Uh, He's uh, been been farming um, Trillium so been keeping up with that pretty good. How about you?
0: Nice Uh, yeah well we'll come on to mine in a minute because um, I'll I'll introduce our guest first.
1: Sorry about that. (laughs) No
0: no no it's because there's a tie-in between my week and our guest. Uh, so we are di- absolutely delighted today to be joined by one of WoW's best known podcast hosts with a show that's just hit 100 episodes last month, and who is mm, partly to blame for this little podcast even being a thing, welcome Syl from Whispers of War. Hello, good morning. Welcome, Syl.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you for having me. How are you doing and how has your week in WoW been? I'm all right, I'm all right. a um, uh, Stressful, stressful week in WoW. <laughs> It's um,
2: it's trying to figure out what I want to do and uh, which alts I want to play. I think that's, that's the main thing and which covenants they need to go. And then, of course, you're thinking about, okay, and which professions then? <laughs> <So> <laughs> it's, it's a little bit, um, yeah, I think I need to start working with spreadsheets now or something.
0: <laughs> this is an ongoing theme for you, though, trying to choose an alt, isn't it? Trying to choose I, which character.
2: Yeah, because it's not just class for me. It's very much also race. Because, for instance, I have three mages now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because I, I, like, weeks ago I said, I'm not going to play, you know, my main is is a rogue. That will be the way that I like to play anyway, because I like the sneaky, sneaky stab, stab stuff. But (laughs) I I was just like, okay, I do need some alts, because I want to see everything else and I, I want to have that flexibility just in case. And I thought, okay, well, I hate ranged. But maybe I should try something. And then I started playing Mage this week, and I actually really am enjoying it.
3: Oh, cool. <laughs> More than I
2: like to admit. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, there will be a mage. But which race? And uh so last night I was in the beta trying to figure out. Right, Covenants and Armor Sets. What looks great on which race? That is quite a bit of puzzling that goes on. So um, yeah, I'm I'm still not completely convince what i want with those mages or if i need to create yet another one just to figure it out because i'm too cheap to do a race change
0: <laughs> i have a void elf mage and she is sweet i really mm-hmm. really enjoy playing her um something about i suppose something about the race itself lends itself to magic doesn't it so yeah um yeah i'm pretty happy with her but it you know it depends what you want to go for so So in WoW for me this week, I've been quietly ticking away on Lawmaster. which as a player that started in Wrath, you would probably think I'd got most of it. But actually, I haven't got a lot of Kalimdor from uh, original Warcraft. I haven't got, I've hardly got any of BC. And I've actually only got three areas of uh, Northrend, which is a little bit disappointing. But it's not a lot to go at. And when you can, I worked out, a couple of weekends ago that in about three or four hours on a weekend I can clear three to four regions depending on how many quests there are. So it shouldn't take me too long. So I've been working on that one. I also managed to get the lucid nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Which is one of the prettiest mounts I've seen in game. And has one of the, thank you. Has one of the best um mount special animations I've seen as well. Um it does a full-on pirouette as a horse it's just fantastic Um, and then this week thanks to some wonderful woman called Till who ran a competition (laughs) (laughs) I got beta access (laughs)
3: Um,
0: so the the very next thing I did was go in and do the opening quests I've done the pre-patch bit on PTR so I've seen that Um, so I actually got in and did the introductory quests um, and without doing any spoilers there is a truckload of death Knight stuff in there. So that made me extremely happy. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was really, really cool. So I'll be doing some more of that. Um, whether I do it on stream or not, I don't know. Um, oh, and I've been streaming with my kiddo, which has been a lot of fun too. Very cool. So Very cool. <laughs> shall we get to the business of the day then folks? Ooh. Greetings, sir and or ma'am. So we've got the standard questions first. Bricko, would you like to do the standard questions this week? And I will do the guest-specific ones. I would love to.
1: Marvelous. So, Sil, once again, congratulations on 100 shows. That was That's a uh, really big deal. That's very uh, yeah. cool. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Didn't think I was going to get there when I started, but um, surprisingly so. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Good for you. Yeah. Uh, so what uh, what would you consider yourself? Blue team, red team, or purple?
2: Oh, this is always such a difficult question because um, I always explain it as I play Alliance because that's where my guild is. That's where most of my friends are. But I will always be hoarded heart, So I guess I'm purple. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see both sides. I need to know both sides of the story and... I don't know. I think both both sides have um have very interesting races and lore. So yeah, I'm very very purple.
1: Cool. Yeah, that's I kind of lean that way myself. I'm mostly blue, but I got to see both sides. That's that's a It's a lot of fun to see both sides to be honest. Yeah, exactly. Um how did you start playing World of Warcraft and what got you hooked to it?
2: Um so my ex-boyfriend got me into World of Warcraft. <laughs> um, he, uh, I was dating him for a little bit. And then he said, have you ever played Warcraft? And I went like, nope, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> and then he said, oh, well, there's an MMO coming out. And I was even more confused about that. I had no idea what that was. Um, and then he told me a bit about it. And I thought, oh, yeah, that sounds cool. Um, so then I, I bought it well, on the day of releasing Europe, I think didn't immediately play it because i was such a, a nut cake that i um i fought <laughs> you know it said oh you don't need a credit card for this because there is um those those cards that you can have with the codes for for because i was still of that whole i've never put my card details in on the internet i do not trust yeah. this <laughs> <laughs> before i know it i'll be bankrupt so um yeah and then All of a sudden, because you need to create an account, you still had to put card details in, but it could be fake. I did not know that. So I was all going in Karen mode, (laughs) full Karen mode, back to the shop going, you lied to me (laughs) about (laughs) this. and um, uh, Because they didn't have the cards yet. Because, you know, it wasn't necessary. So the cards were not in yet. And I said, well, we won't have those pay cards until like uh, a month or so later. So I was like, "Well, what am I doing?" And then I started, of course, googling, and then I found out I should have googled first, that's <laughs> so you know, so I found the answer, started playing the second day, and um, yeah, that's how I got into it, really. Um, and I started play I kept playing much longer than my ex ever did, and uh, that's a whole other story why he stopped that uh, uh don't even get me started on that, but <laughs>
1: Podcast, oh, huh? it's just let's just say it
2: has to do with someone who thinks that the devs have it out for him and that's why he, oh. he can't dps that's you know
1: oh my gosh. not the fact
2: that you're just a shit player but anyway yeah. <laughs> i
0: am not responsible for my
2: exactly yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. just a big conspiracy Fix things for me <laughs> Um, And, yeah, and then so I created my little uh, night elf druids and I uh, did all my quests. Um, I'm sure I died a lot as well (laughs) because I had no idea what I was doing. (laughs) And then I entered Darnassus and that was it because the music changed and I saw that big tree and that was the moment that I thought, wow, this is such a massive world. (laughs) And of course, you know, back, back in Vanilla, every time that you leveled, it felt like, that addiction that you get like, oh, oh my God. Yes. I got another level. Okay. Okay. Let's do this again. So that's <laughs> yeah. how I really got, got sucked in.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. That, that was Lock Modan for me or the, actually not Lock Modan, the first start starting spot for the dwarves, the snow oh, and Karanos? all that stuff. Yeah. Kranos. Thank you. Yes. Yep. That's what hooked me. That's pretty awesome. Uh, that being said, where's your favorite place in game? I think we might know. <laughs> already <laughs> it,
2: it, now, it's not Darnassus that much but it's for me it's um old ashenville and also old um
1: oh. dark shore because pre-cata
2: yeah because when you yep. walked through that it was the music it was the color of the trees the whole ambience and when you really crank up the ambience in game when you walk past those lampposts you actually hear them and for me, that is so, like, when I hear that, I just feel, get that whole warm and fuzzy feeling like, oh, yeah, I remember this. Nostalgia.
1: You get shivers. <laughs> yeah, you get shivers. It's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, that's that's my favorite area still.
1: Awesome. What's your favorite in-game activity? Are you one that likes to PvP or, I mean, questing, dungeons, raids? What do you like to do in-game you know, the most?
2: I've, I've always said role-play but I'm, I'm catching myself role-playing far less and leveling a lot more. <laughs> um, so I, I guess it's a bit of both. I mean, to do, I really prefer role-play, but it's, it's a little bit in that lull of the expansion now that it is very quiet. Um, there are RP uh, groups out there, but I'm just, you know, I'm busy doing other stuff at the moment. And I, I do enjoy creating new characters and leveling them and questing and just... You Know, especially now going back to areas I haven't quested in before for a while, and I guess for me, it goes a little bit hand in hand with RP because I do always create my characters with the thought, okay, what is sure. what sort of personality are they? You know, like a background, I ju- don't just go like, oh, I just want a gnome warlock and that's it. No, it, it, what sort of character is this, and what does she want, and what's her name, and all those things. So, yeah, it goes a bit hand in hand, I guess,
1: sure. That makes, that makes a lot of sense, especially with you because I do listen to your podcast and I do love it when you get into how you go about starting that role play stuff and the kind of fear that I have when it comes <laughs> to trying it because of the creativity that I think I lack.
2: Now, honestly, but, I, I always say to everyone, try it because there are so many people, like when I started out, I would use smileys in my say <laughs> and things like that, which is <laughs> such a no-no now. But there are so many sure. people who are... You know, who are totally cool with that, and and I think you know you don't have to be a massive lore buff. I always say to people, if you whisper someone and say, "I'm really sorry, I'm m- m- quite new at this," most people are very forgiven and and they will give you tips afterwards. There, are, of course, there are assholes in game who will just yeah. be so you know up themselves with the lore and everything, and that's fine. Just don't role play with those people if that's not your kind of crowd. But there are really really relaxed and, and nice people out there.
1: Cool, cool. So do you have a, a dark portal story or a favorite story from an epic battle or something in-game that you took part in that, you know, probably can't be recreated, but you were there for
2: it? Well, actually free. <laughs> so oh. because I started playing, yeah, cool. because I started playing from the beginning. Um, I remember we once, because it was an RP PvP server, there was a lot of smack talking on the forums Uh, Like, we are going to pummel Horde, and the Horde will pummel the (laughs) Alliance this time, this place. And so we all went to the Shimmering Flats. (laughs) And there were were so many people there. And then all the casting and everything started. And we crashed that one half of the server because (laughs) it couldn't keep up with with the amount of people and and the spells and the, the effects. It just couldn't do it. So, yeah, we crashed the server. (laughs) <laughs> and um, which was really fun uh, people apparently on boats who uh, who all of a sudden ended up in the mountains uh uh who got dumped from the boats in the mountains <laughs> uh, oh, <geez. laughs> yeah so uh, there was a lot of stuff going on and then of course there was the um the opening of of aq that was also basically the same that i saw as soon as as the the gong rang that was it because everything started to pour out I saw spell effects I saw everything going frame by frame by frame
3: because <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, wow. again nothing, the server just couldn't keep up and then the opening of the, the, the dark portal, that was the same thing, <laughs> exactly yeah. it was just, no, let's just run through it because I can't deal with this <laughs> Just just run through it <laughs>
1: I'm glad i was like a month late to that party because <laughs> oh man <laughs> it's you know
2: it makes for great memories but if that would happen now everyone would just kick up a shit storm really
1: you, you imagine being at the gates of the aq as an orc or a horde horde race and uh, being dropped off in westfall all of a sudden because oh. that's what was happening when they were doing the yeah, AQ stuff stuff
2: like that yeah <laughs> they
1: were just porting orcs to westfall and now you gotta fight out of westfall <laughs> that was nuts.
2: Yeah, it's 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 a weird and wonderful thing what the servers at times do.
1: <laughs> it makes yeah, like you said, it makes for great stories. Exactly. What's been your best experience in the WoW community?
2: Um, that's it's that's a weird one for me to to really put into words because I've had very long friendships, um, in because of World of Warcraft. I mean, I've been playing it for over 15 years now, which is scary. really.
3: Um,
2: So I, one of my best friends, I've met her in my, one of the first guilds I was in and we're still friends. Um, We don't play on the same server that much now. And again, she, she comes on my server to play, uh, but she, she has her own server and I'm on mine, but we still talk. I've never met her in real life, but we are still friends (laughs) and we, we always talk. And um, yeah, it's just, that's really nice. And, I think the other experience for the WOW community is just really all thanks to the podcasting community and then getting into touch with everyone there over the 10 years that I've been podcasting, which is also very scary hearing that.
1: <laughs> yeah, you were on Girls Gone WOW, right?
2: Yeah. Well, Girls Gone WOW is uh, is my brainchild, really.
1: Yeah, I love them ladies. That's a good show, too.
2: Yeah, I'm really, really happy with where, where it's uh, going after I left... Um
1: talk about community building.
2: I know. I know. no, yeah. it's very very big and I'm very very happy where it's it's gone really. But like I said it's it's so much more EJ's and Raven show than it ever was mine. Uh sure, it might have sure. been mine in the beginning, but now it's completely theirs so and I'm I'm so happy with that.
1: Fantastic. So on the flip side, what's been your worst experience <laughs> and how did you overcome it? You know, do you have any advice for someone in a similar uh, type of situation.
2: I I think, and I guess that also has to do with community. The worst with that is is how people can be in game. Um, because you know, being a podcaster, you know, you're going to get haters. You will always have yeah. people who don't like you. And I'm like, well, I don't, I don't really care if you hate me right. as long, you know, I can see that <laughs> other people enjoy it. So it's fine. As long as one person enjoys it, I'm happy. So uh, that's one thing. So I don't really pay too much attention to that. But I think I've had a, a very hard time in, in game at times um, with doing pugs because people can be incredibly vile in that with what they say to, to each yeah. other. And there was a time that I was quite anxious about it, um, but yeah, I, f- I think I've recently heard Preach talk about, uh, about something in drama time, which I thought was really, really interesting because it was about a player who had to gear up, they don't have the, the right levels and all those things and item levels and uh, what's the other thing, um, ISO, ISO, I don't know that's oh yeah the
1: uh raider yeah raider
2: raider and 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 i thought okay um i don't even because i have a guild now so i don't care that much about it because they are lovely and they will carry my ass (laughs) if i
3: ask them nicely (laughs)
2: um but i thought yeah i can understand that and he said at a certain point what is the worst that they could do they could kick you so what Just go to the next, you go to the next group and yeah, they can say horrible things and and you do have to try and not take that to heart, but they, they don't know you, they can't see you. They don't know who they're talking to. So they're just, you know, just saying whatever just to get it out of their system. It wouldn't matter. It's not a personal attack. It's just, you are that person at that point that is not performing as they would like. So you're the person who gets the bronze. It's not like a personal thing like they hate the person of sale. No, they hate the player no. at that point who's just not doing right. it for them. <laughs> so be it, you know, there's nothing, there's no consequence to it. So it, I know it's hard because I'm also that kind of person who goes like, oh, what, why did you say that to me? Right. But in the end, it's, it's not going to have a consequence.
1: No, and that—that's what chief among the reasons. Well, cataclysm wrecked Paladin healing for me, but but the pug healing, I, yeah, I'm a big tough dude, and I, I can only take so much brutality from the chats, and and knowing that I wasn't good enough with the holy power, of the changes, I just, I walked away. I think I every like, nah. healer had issues in
2: cataclysm. <laughs> let's face it, there oh, were man. mana issues and everything. It was not fun. So. Right. Yeah, it was very hard <laughs> on all
1: the healers. You go from, you know, you go from being a, a really good, like I was top 50 on my server as in uh to, to, you know, two expansion or one expansion later, I can't even heal anymore. It was pretty disheartening. Yeah. But that's just, you know, that it, it's not my style of gameplay, you know, and I can chalk it up to that. And then you just look at all the, the comments and whatever and let it rush you off your back like a duck, you know?
2: Yeah, you have to, I think at times.
1: So where did you find your WoW community?
2: Uh, I, I would say uh, the podcasting community. <laughs> so mostly during podcasting is where I found uh, my, my WoW family. I think mostly over Twitter because that's how, um, how I see that most people now communicate in, in in podcasting and also WoW players who I don't think are dicks. So <laughs> that's where I go. <laughs> right? um, yeah, I, I tend to not go on other uh, social media where I know that WoW players are because I know that that could be a bit different. But um, yeah.
1: Yeah, Reddit's a little different deal.
2: Uh, yeah. I, Facebook is also <laughs> one of those. I'm like, mm, no. Uh, but yeah, no, I think that's where I, I really felt... Um, most at home and then of course now my my uh my guild which is just lovely so yeah
0: that's that's where my wow community is now
1: cool could
0: i could i ask you to give us the name of your <laughs> guild because i know it has i know it has quite a significance yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's it's called a bit like tally ethics
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and um and and do you partake in the uh world first uh uh what was it heroic raid, raid races?
2: <laughs> no even though they have said that they would like to rifle um uh, immortalis
0: <laughs> yeah um,
2: <laughs> and <laughs> the funny thing is i am actually also in immortalis um because that's oh, cool. yeah that's where i went first and i am in immortalis and i've you know they're lovely people but they have an established raid team and i thought i do yeah. want to raid again and then of course classic started and um Um, Taliesin made the guild on on Classic and a group of us were like oh I wish we had people like this in retail and we were like well okay well, let's make a guild then so that's how we came up with a bit like because there was always a guild like Ah. a bit like Immortalis Um, so so that's that's where I uh reside now most of my time. I'm still doing stuff in Immortalis. I'm still running around leveling like always uh and, and chatting with people when I can. <laughs> but yeah, I would say that um a bit like Taliafix is really my home now.
0: Yeah.
1: Very cool. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think it was important just to mention that because I, I, obviously I, I know the yeah. connection because I've listened to the podcast and the interviews with them. So um, I, I just thought, we'd, you know, it's a nice little Yeah, and they're lovely. <laughs> Honestly, they're
2: such lovely people because I think we all have yeah. the whole, you know, you can join the guild as long as you're not a dick. So,
1: right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be a dick. Exactly. Yeah. Pretty simple. So we kind of went over this, I guess, now, but what does the community in Wild mean to you?
2: Of everything. Uh, I know that's such a standard because I, I, you know, I hear that a lot as answer as well. <laughs> um, but it's it's true. I think because it is an MMO uh, and I do treat it like that. I mean, I've treated it as a solo game at times as well, but I do think it gives you a little bit extra when you have people to talk to and you have people to play with and, and just talk about other people about the game, uh, whether that is over Twitter or like on a podcast or something. So it's yeah it just gives so much more to the game that you would normally play
1: yeah it really does um that's it's it's hard to find your 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 guild like i found a really cool community on the podcast stuff and i'm kind of looking for a guild for my main so it's you know it's i gotta have the time to devote and not necessarily be a raider or whatever but to dabble in stuff like that you Mm -hmm. know and, and just have that community and have Guild Chat going crazy, you know, that, that I miss those
2: days. (laughs) Yeah.
1: You know, but, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's really neat that everything is, uh, it's just a good answer really. (laughs) Well, that's it. When you get right down to it. I
2: I think, you know, if it wasn't for the community, I probably would have drifted off doing something else already. I probably would have already stopped playing a long time ago. Um, but especially during cataclysm. So I think yeah. there are some, there are some points that I'm like, no, if it wasn't for my friends, I wouldn't have been in this game. I might've returned, but I wouldn't have been as involved. Sure. And especially now that I'm podcasting as well, it feels like, well, you know, I need to play this game. Otherwise I don't have anything to talk about. Not saying that I don't ever take breaks. Cause I do, but sure. yeah, it, it just, it helps. It helps with enjoying the game a lot more.
1: Yes, I agree. So who do you admire in the WoW well community and why?
2: This is a tricky one because um, I'm going to cop out with that <laughs> a little bit <laughs> because <laughs> I I can't <laughs> name a specific person. Um, but I really, really enjoy content creators and players who stay positive. And, uh, you know, I can understand that people are critical and don't agree with things in game, which is Good because otherwise the devs won't know. Uh, you know, they need to like for instance, take Preach. I think he's you know, he's still a positive player, but he's very critical about things, and he's not afraid to tell Blizzard, no, this is not what you should be doing. And that's not you know, shitting on the game and making others feel horrible sure. about playing the game. That's where where I'm like, you can fall out of love with the game, but then try and I don't like it when people then say, I don't understand why you're playing this game. This is such a shit game. You should be doing something else. Why are you even still in that community? Just move onwards, you know? (laughs) You're trying to ruin it for other people. So for me, I really admire people in the WoW community who are staying positive and not trying to ruin everything for other players. Um, Yeah, and just try to make the game more fun for other people. That I find really, really admirable and very uh, important. But I
0: can't give you cool, a name. Cool.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> Very cool.
0: That's all right. I think a, a general, you know, I, I personally, I think that there is it. There is a lot of people that just poo poo mm-hmm. the game, and you know, like you just said, why are you still? Why are you playing that crap game? It's like, well, that's your subjective opinion that you think it's crap. I'm still getting a lot of enjoyment from it. And yes, there may be problems with the game, as right. <laughs> <Yeah>. Um
1: <but laughs> <Corruption>, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, but you know, they're one part of it. They're not the whole thing. So
1: Well, it's easy know. to bitch, I think.
0: Of course it you is. Know, yeah.
1: It's it's harder to praise. So And we, we yeah. live
2: very much in a society now that loves to rip on everything and just see the mm-hmm. the negatives and everything yeah. and and i'm like well you can do that and to a certain extent you have the right to not agree with things but i never understood that whole yeah i hate this game but you're still in like for instance this facebook book group why you're still following right. all these yeah. these yeah. players on twitter why yeah. if if yep. you really hate it so much why are you still part of it that I just don't get.
0: That. Yeah, why do you still engage with the community if you don't like what they're talking about? Exactly. I mean, it's, just... it's, it's
2: like when I ask a question yeah. on Twitch. Sorry, I have to go on a rant now. It's like when I when I post a <laughs> you're allowed <laughs> when I post a question on, on Twitter about the question of the week, and I say something about the game, and I I haven't gotten it recently, but I did get some in the past when I said oh um something about the game uh what are you doing to prepping or blah blah blah. And then people would say, nothing, because I hate this game. I stepped over to Final Fantasy or just names. And I'm like, why are you even responding, honestly?
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, this isn't for you. (laughs) What the heck? (laughs) It's like,
2: no, this is like me going to a COD forum and asking, yeah, by the way, who here plays World of Warcraft and loves it? No, you're in the wrong area. Just
1: (laughs) (laughs) Move
0: along. Move along, please.
2: Yeah, don't get that. Oh,
0: Yeah. It it does. It makes my mind boggle when people are like, "Well, the, the Blizzard should do this with Warcraft. Blizzard should do that with Warcraft." And I, and you say, "Well, when was the last time you played?" Oh, we missed. <laughs> I missed. It's like, well, how do you know what the current game
2: is? Yeah, about? it's like, oh well, I heard from this and this. and I'm like, no, you, you can hear, but it's different thing experiencing yeah. it yourself. Absolutely, absolutely. Shall
0: we move on to the guest-specific questions?
1: Sure, these ought to be good. <laughs>
0: So we've we've already mentioned that you were part of Girls Gone Well mm-hmm. and you took a break from podcasting. But so what was it that drew you back to podcasting? Um
2: yeah, so I, I stepped down from Girls Gone Well because I, I fell out of love with the game. For a little bit. Uh, also, I met my current partner, so I was much more into the whole, oh, I'm dating now, so that's really important to me. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just I, I, I felt like I just couldn't contribute, and the last thing I wanted was to that podcast. You could Because you can hear it when podcasters don't have anything to say about the game, and it's not good for the podcast, and I didn't want that. I didn't think that was fair, uh, also on the two girls, because they are amazing and I put so much time in it. I didn't want that. So I took a break. Then I got the itch again. I can't remember what gave me the itch, but I thought, oh, I'll just try it again. Or maybe I'll broaden out. So I created Battle Chat. And that was all about all the Blizzard games. <laughs> that only right. lasted for um, 35 episodes. <laughs> but it was one of those... That's still a lot. compared to what I had done with Girls Gone Wild before, it wasn't. So it was a bit like, "Mm, okay, this is not for for me. Because I realized in the end I was only playing really World of Warcraft. Um, So I took a break from that to think. But in that time, I'd met some amazing people. So I met the guys from uh, the Blue Recluse, who are now all part of the the Dragon Power Studio. So I've, I've talked a lot with them. And I met uh, Tally and Evitel. And that's actually a really funny story because Tally actually emailed me asking to be on the show. And because mm-hmm. uh, uh, back then I hadn't heard of, of them and I checked them out. And I think, what is it Tally always says? That they had about a thousand subscribers back then.
0: And. Yeah. Um,
2: and I just had a blast talking with them. They were so lovely. And I even mispronounced his name the first time when I introduced him. I'll never forget that. So cringe. <laughs> <laughs> and I stopped um, after a while with, with the podcast and then just took a break and just thought, what do I want? And then I think maybe a year or half a year later, I got a message, uh, a tweet saying, so, when are you going to start recording again? Because we miss your podcast. And that was from TE. And I thought, oh, if they cool. say that, I can't
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> it's time. Yeah. So I thought,
2: maybe it is time. So I started thinking about what I wanted. And um, uh, I got so much help also from the guys from the Dragon Powered Studio with um, intros and thinking about things and how I want to do it. And yeah, that's that's how whispers of war was born. Because also the name pff, that's not for me. I asked the community because I was just clueless. I had no idea what to call it. <laughs> I didn't know. And um, and then I think it was Liger Wolf on Twitter who said, "Oh, why don't you call it uh, Whispers of War?" And I thought, "Oh, that's actually really cool because it's also wow yeah. <laughs> when you shorted it." So yeah, let's do that. Oh, sure. <laughs> so uh, yeah, and and that's you know really how it started. And I think after. 50 episodes that's when i really thought i'm actually really enjoying this because i had a bit of trepidation of am i going to stick with it or not
0: yeah And
2: now i really feel like you know i've built up my community and and i've talked to so many amazing people that it's just i don't know i really it really feels like my baby now so (laughs) yeah that's how i got back into it so basically because of uh, talia's and never tell (laughs) again <laughs> yeah, they've got a lot I to know. answer for. They've
0: got, they've got, they've, they've got something to answer for with this podcast as well. But that's a story for another time.
1: <laughs> and your intro, silver whispers, is so good. Honestly, I, just, I can't wait every. All <laughs> credit every goes, goes
2: to Tom from Three Extra Lives because I am not that talented. Um, he is really good because he also makes the ender for all, the, all of the Dragon Powered Studio uh, shows. Oh, sure. He's really good in voiceovers, and he did that as well in the Blue Recluse. Um, yeah,
0: pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah, it's good work. It's good work. So you you, you recently celebrated the 100th episode. <laughs> Woo! <Woo-hoo! laughs> And you asked us, your audience, what our favourite interview was. But what I want to know, and this is a really tough question, I know it's really putting you <laughs> on the spot. What was your favourite interview and why? This is, again, going
2: to be a cop-out because... <laughs> <laughs> I also, you're just
1: too you're polite, polite Syl. You could just say me. <laughs> Come on. Come on. But in, in every regard, <laughs> uh,
2: let me just say that every interview has been... Special just because of a different reason, just because when it opened me up to new people uh, just talking to new mm-hmm. people and that's uh that's also really nice because otherwise I wouldn't have met you guys you know and and no. all yeah. of that because you see names in the Twitter community, but talking to someone gives it like an extra level again of oh no actually I've talked to this person and you know it just it's really nice so for me, that is really great, but if I have to pick shows out that really stand out for me. I have to go to a little bit like the recent months. Oh, do it. Do it. <laughs> and there's three that I really, really enjoyed recently, just because of the banter and how we I was vibing with the um with the guest. And I would have to say noble. And I think oh. probably because we have the same Dutch humor. Um yeah. Soul, Because Soul is is yeah. such a I what I really like is just to see that he has a big community, and Hazel's a little bit the same. That they are so oh, so so breezy, yeah. So so breezy, okay. So they yep, don't yep. realize how big they are for a lot of people who who watch them and, and they go like, Oh my right. god, like, I recognize that person. And and then when you actually say that, they get a bit flustered, and I find that very very charming like, Oh, that's yeah. so that's really nice. Yeah. Um, and I had such a laugh with Berserker that honestly, I just really <laughs> was a good show. really <laughs> yeah. laugh with that, but like I said, you know. With everyone like yourselves, I had such a blast with you guys as well. But I remember that with this, it just it went on and on and on, just the banter and <laughs> and just the vibing off each other, and that was really really nice.
0: But yeah, you could definitely hear it in those interviews yeah. as well. You could hear how um how it well it, it you could. I think you know every podcast you can hear when presenters are having. Just that it's just like an extra level. It's like the dial's turned yeah. up a bit, and you know when you're in. Inter- <coughs> Excuse me, when you're interviewing, you never want a bad interview, yeah. but there are naturally just some people that you that dial goes up to eleven with them, and it's you know, it, it, and you you could definitely hear it in that one, yeah. and I think we've talked about the novel <laughs> one, um, but that yeah, you, you got could, a voice. Could,
1: I'm just put it out there yeah i think it's it's
2: when you because i always chat a little bit beforehand with people uh, not that i ever thought that people are going to get nervous who are youtubers who are podcasters they often are just fine it's the people who you know just just everyday players who have never done this before they get very nervous so i tend to talk a bit with everyone anyway but already with these three right beforehand there was so much banter and just you know it just it was I was already like okay yeah the bar has been set now (laughs) so
3: yeah then
2: then you know it's going to be a really good show because you don't me as a podcaster don't have to be nervous because with some of them I was so nervous because you're you're a little bit like oh this is a big name in a community I better not fuck it up
0: (laughs) yeah we might I might have a couple of those feelings (laughs) in a couple of weeks time
1: (laughs) I will say, Sil, you made it so easy. I was so nervous when I was on your show, and we talked for a little bit before it, and it's literally as soon as you started recording, it was like we were just sitting down with a cup of coffee.
2: Well, that's that's you make it, what I want. You make
1: it very easy. That's
2: what I want. I don't want people to be like, and most of the time when I get people on for the first time, they're like, yeah, I was a bit nervous the first five minutes, but then, you know, it's that, and I know why, because you have to talk about yourself. And that's when people go like, am I saying too much? Am I saying too little? Should I have not said that? But then when you right. start talking about the game, people really seem to loosen up. And um and you can hear that they relax a little bit more, like, oh yeah, yeah, that's that's fine. So um yeah, no, I like I like seeing that uh ease coming into the podcast at a certain point.
0: Yeah. And it and it happens with all, you know, any level of guests. Like when we interviewed Haughty Chicken for the last episode. She said to me afterwards that she was really relieved and felt really comfortable because she was worried that I'd ask WoW-specific questions <laughs> and that she wouldn't know the answer. And I was like, "You're not expected. You're not like the encyclopedia <laughs> of World of Warcraft. Right. We, you know, we are people, and you know, we bring that to a podcast or to YouTube or to Twitch or Twitter or whatever it might be. And you know, she's a, a Twitch partner. She's not, you know, yeah. small fry anymore. Although she won't." accept that but
1: (laughs) she was Um, lovely absolutely lovely
0: yeah yeah but it's you know they are just I'm gonna have to keep telling myself this in a few weeks as well they're just people they're just people it's It's, (laughs) honestly
2: it's really in a way also really refreshing talking to to everyone who like who I really look up to and I'm like oh my god I've watched all your videos and then actually to hear them say oh I'm blushing now with all that when you give them compliments and things like that and it's really nice. I think that they actually go, because I had the with Hazel that she said afterwards. No, it's actually been, I said, oh, I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> she said, no, I really liked yeah. it because actually I didn't have to worry about what I looked like on camera. And it's nice to actually hear someone talk
0: yeah. back. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. It makes it, it's definitely, um, I think that's one of the reasons that for po- podcasting for me is, it's where I prefer to spend my time. I still like streaming, but having the two-way conversation with people where you're actually – it is a two-way conversation and you're not having to read messages and play the game. And and I find it more interactive in a podcast in a way. Um, streaming's more immediate feedback, mm-hmm. right. of course, because they're right there. But it's – yeah, I, I I like sitting down with a cup of coffee with people and <laughs> a chat like this. True. And with streaming, I always – I don't know if you guys get that, but
2: I get mentally really tired because you have to constantly yes. okay, you know what you want to talk about, but at a certain point you're like, Am I just talking to myself? Or, you know, and I can do that for 15 yeah. minutes every time in my own podcast at the start with my own thoughts and everything, but not for like several yeah. hours. And then it starts to become a bit like,
0: Wow, this feels like a job now. I'm not really enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh for me, I found the key with streaming is if i limit i actually limit the time that i stream mm-hmm. for i try and go for 2 hours and at the most i'll do 3 because then i i'm, I'm i need to go and have a break yeah um and i i find it i, I yeah i can't do discord when i'm streaming yeah. i can do the game and the chat and that's enough oh, sure. because if i have discord going as well if i'm like running dungeons or anything like that i just can't do it yeah. i can't I mean, the guys that do, like, the mythic keys at stupid high levels, um, I don't know how they do it on stream. Um, (laughs) You know, it's phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. But
1: A lot going on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A lot to keep up with.
0: A hell of a lot going on. So, obviously, as an experienced podcaster, (laughs) (laughs) if you were going to offer somebody one piece of advice, if they were thinking of starting a podcast what piece of advice would you give them?
2: I'm very double with that because in one one part, I'm very much like, yeah, do it. And, and you know, everyone can do it, but that's not really true because I do think you need to prepare. Uh, don't just go yeah. into it because people will know. They will figure it out really quickly. <laughs> yeah. um, I I would always say, yeah, but do your research and then think, is that really what you want to do? Because it does require some time, not, shit tons of time but it does require some time everyone knows that i don't really edit that much so so you know you don't (laughs) have to spend hours on that but it depends i think you need to do the prep work with what you want to talk about and what makes your podcast different from everyone else can you talk about this a lot as in over 50 shows
0: at least yeah over and over and over. yeah
2: and uh, you know like for instance I know from my show I'm very dependent on my guests can I do a show if I wouldn't have a guest now I have that had that luxury that I never really had a moment that I went like oh I have no one because there's always someone amazing yeah. that will do oh, yeah yeah I can do it last minute but <laughs> I still have to come up with what if I don't is it okay to take a break um Because you have to be very consistent, which I have not been in the beginning, but you have to be very consistent as well to build up that audience. And then you need to know, you know, about hosting. So you need to put some money in. And the biggest thing that I would say is a good microphone. That's, yeah. you know, it doesn't have to cost hundreds <laughs> of, but you do need a good microphone because, again, listeners will. What's the, what's the worst thing that you can hear? Someone that's talking really muffled or the pitch is completely off. Yeah. and
0: <laughs> Or the robotic voice. Yeah, or, it, yeah. Uh, the
2: crackling of, yeah. A, of a bad mic. And the problem is with guests, you sometimes have people who don't have that. And I'll always yeah. try my best to edit it out, but I do give a warning if it's not great because, unfortunately, I can't fix that. Um, I'm yeah. not that yeah. skilled with technology.
0: <laughs> so Well, no, I mean there's there's only so much you can do, yeah. isn't there? And then it just comes down to a, a bad product on their end. Yeah, so. and the thing is
2: I don't, you know, I don't want to be a, a prick and say to my guests, I'm really sorry, but this is not going to work out. I, I will always try to edit it as best as I can, but I do feel like I owe it to my listeners to give a warning. Yeah, and, sure. and that's what I do. Um and Yeah, so I I would, if you want a podcast, that's perfectly fine, but do a little bit of research. Like with anything that you want to start up, you have to see it almost like having your own Mm -hmm. company. You have to do a little bit of research. What is there on the market? Because there are a shit ton of wow podcasts, for instance, out there. Yeah. So what (laughs) makes yours unique or unique enough in that field of the same sort of podcast that, you know, people are really interested in listening to you?
0: I think that, I think what you said about making sure you you're prepared to talk about whatever mm-hmm. topic over and over and <laughs> over is really important because when people get bored it, it you can hear mm-hmm. it you know you can, that lack of passion shows um and it's i think one of the the one of the clever things that Bricko and I did was only, was say we're going, to, we're going to do it fortnightly yep. because yep. it actually gives us a break and and even I that's personally, still a struggle
1: right, at times, you know.
0: Yeah. You know, it, we're busy people. We've got lots to do in life. Mm-hmm. And if we were struggling to fit this in weekly, it, it could be, it might not be boring, but it might be stressful. And you would hear that as yep. well. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think that that is a golden piece of it's, advice to make sure that you are happy to talk about something over and over and over and over, yeah, and, over. and 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 yeah. doing it consistently.
2: I mean, for me, I still do it yeah. weekly. But I'm lucky that I, and and you guys know that I record, sometimes I have a week that I record every evening for an interview, just to put them on the shelf and go like, okay, some of it is a little bit dated than what people say when it comes to new subjects, but it's still the, the core of the interview will still hold up. So I'm just like, okay, well, at least I have this now. Because I have weeks that I'm so busy. You can hear that when I say, oh, how much my weekend? Well, I didn't do anything because I'm so busy.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And
2: and that's just, you know, then I at least I still have that stuff because that makes up the core of my show, the interview. So at least I have that. Um, But, yeah, talking about something for a long time, you have to be really, really passionate about it to to Mm -hmm. talk about it because otherwise it will die down really quickly. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah yeah and and you know one of for us one of the other co- uh other considerations was we have a time difference what's mm. going to happen if one of us can't make it <laughs> um we've we've worked around that by getting a guest host in, you know so we know that we've got that in the works um and there will be we haven't discussed christmas yet if we're going to take a break over christmas or not it might fall that it's actually like either end mm-hmm. and we're fine true um but, you know, you have to think about those things. Um, and the the actual benefit of having us in different time zones is if for one reason I can't make it, then we can schedule it so that Bricko can do it all mm-hmm. or, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. So, you know, th- these things are worth considering. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, you have to be prepared for that. And then it goes also with editing, yeah. you know.
0: You have to figure out oh, your software. God, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, editing, yes. I try and do as little editing as possible. Um, obviously, this one will be slightly <laughs> different because we had some technical difficulties.
1: <sighs> Keep you behind your toes, mind. right? Last,
0: well, yeah. I mean, it, it won't, it's not particularly arduous. It's not difficult to splice stuff together. Um, I mean, the haunted chicken episode, I had to mute the dog a lot. <laughs> that was difficult. And I um, showed up and late. And time consuming. You showed up late. Um, but, you know, it's fine. If that's what I've got to do, that's what I've got to do. Um, there are worse things to have problems with. Uh, my, so that's that's, that's another bad. tip
2: that I would give people with the editing side. I know that so many, and I've been there. When you start out, you want it to be perfect. Mm. Don't. Don't make it yep. perfect because yeah. if you have, for instance, my show is maybe uh, an hour and a half max, I think, maybe two hours if I have a really long one. I'm not going to sit five hours on editing work. When I have a show of like two hours or or an hour, that's no. no. I I have my little ticks, and you will have to get used to that because you can. You know, I do listen to my voice now and again. I'm like, oh, do I really sound like that? You know, I try daily
1: struggle. It's it's horrible.
2: (laughs) I skip over that, and I just go, okay, I know my ticks because I um I have a certain uh, tick that comes back when I talk a lot. I've already. I'm like, I, I can't edit that out because I'll go mental. If I keep trying that, yeah, I
1: well, it's part of who you are. Exactly,
2: it's part of who I am. Um, Mm -hmm. If people don't like listening to that, well, then there's plenty of other podcasts you can
1: listen to. Right, there's no shortage. Right, I'm not
2: going to spend hours on something because editing is not a fun job. It's not fun. I always am like okay, Dan, I'm going to edit again. I'll see you in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you
3: need
2: to re-listen to it. And then once you record everything and you put it in, a, in MP3, yeah. you have to re-listen to it again because it can com- yeah. sound completely different. And I once uploaded a show and I thought, actually, this sounds horrible. I need to redo this. I had to take it down and redo it just because you never really know what it sounds like until it's up there. and at times you know sometimes the levels are just off and that's one of the things i'm like well edit but don't go completely like oh i've done this now for 10 hours because that's not fun anymore but it'll be fun it should not be a stressful job
0: correct it should be fun always so the last guest specific question (laughs) if you could interview one law character in the wow universe who would it be so I've been thinking about that one a
2: lot. And this is <laughs> yeah. 4 in the morning. But I, I first have thought, oh, I wouldn't mind talking to Jaina because I think she has a really turbulent love life as well. So I would like to know everything. Yeah. <laughs> However, the person that I would think that I could have a laugh with would be Valera Sanguinar. Oh, yes. I think she's even more interesting because she's basically a blood elf who works for the Rin family. And yeah. she's seen a lot with her history. If you've read the comics, you know a little bit where she, she's coming from and everything, um, with Brawl, uh, with Varian, and with the whole yeah. uh, Fel addiction and everything. And she also, because she's a rogue and she's she's part of the, um, I want to say it's not the League of Assassins, but that league that is um, underneath Dalaran if you play a rogue, uh, she's part of that as well.
1: Of uh, yeah,
2: Shadow, Shadow Blade. Blade counts for something like that.
0: Oh, Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, she just looks so, she's sassy, and I like that. I really, really like that. I've almost put her on par with um, Vanessa Van Cleef. Yeah. They're just such oh, sassy characters that I'm like, I could have fun with you when we go out on a night out. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'd love to yeah. interview her
0: i love valera as well i i would i would listen to that interview in a heartbeat (laughs) that would be such good fun (laughs) so we move into the community questions would you like to take these brico
1: sure i would love to so from the wonderful haughty chicken what are the positive impacts you've personally witnessed across the years of playing and discussing wow
2: i think how the community has become quite close Um, So, like I said before, the podcasting world seems very, very close now. Um, More people who stand up against stuff that is not okay. Uh, I think we've seen that this week as well. Mm. (laughs)
1: Well, Uh,
2: Yeah, we'll touch on that. Yeah, there will always be people that you don't get along with. Uh, I mean, that's social media. There's always people that I'm like, especially after certain events, I'm like, okay, I can block you now because I don't like you with what you said. Yeah.
3: (laughs) No,
2: I try to get rid of all of those people that um, just don't share the same views as me. And, and, you know, that just, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that later, probably. (laughs) But, (laughs) But I do like how the community has become quite close because you can see that a lot of podcasters I get people who go to me like oh um yeah I got advice to to contact you from from this and this person and I'm like oh yeah I know that person uh because you know I would love to guest on your on your show or and I do the same like I, I I contact other podcasters go like I just had an amazing guest I think you need to talk to this person and um uh you know they would love it and Uh, just small things, I think, really small things. And I think a lot of content creators, because it used to be always podcasters, YouTubers, streamers. But I think there's a lot more integration now, that everyone is really working together a little bit, and that is really nice. So I do feel like the world is becoming a little bit smaller uh, with content creators, seeing that we're all... It's not competition. We're actually, you know, just all trying. No competition, oh, just collaboration. collaboration and yeah,
1: it's, it's a tight, tight community.
2: Exactly. Uh, that's not to say that there are some people that you just don't mesh with, which is fine because personalities are different, and you know uh, it, that's the same as I listen to a lot of wild WoW podcasts, and there are some that I tried, not for me, but it could be someone else's cup of tea, you know, and that's perfectly fine. Right. Um. So yeah, I I just like that. I like that whole whole community now.
1: Nice. So, at Wabbage asks the standard question. What is the best class in game, and why is it Paladin? Rogue. And he also would like to know, if you could revisit an expansion for the first time, which would it be, and why?
2: Um, so, I stick with Rogue. Rogue is still my, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I get it with the Paladin. He
0: only asks that question to piss me off. Yes, he does.
1: <laughs> and it's firmly tongue-in-cheek.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, I, I get it, though. I get where Paladin, you know, Avengers Shield is fun. Um <laughs> I I think Mist of Pandaria and I'm going to get so much flack for this and for the wrong reasons because I used to hate On Mop a lot. Um because and I'm half Asian, so I can say this. I hated it <laughs> that it was the token Asian uh expansion. Sure. That's how I saw it, because Age of Conan had it. Um there were many other games that had oh, yeah, this is the Asian expansion. And I just thought, really, we're going that way. <laughs> no, I didn't like that. <laughs> I, I didn't have anything against pandas, but I thought they were a bit gimmicky when at first. I, I wasn't, like, hating on them or anything, but I thought it's a bit gimmicky, you know. But then again, we have walking cows. So I can't really say anything
1: about that. Um well, didn't Kung Fu it come out at the same time? Yeah,
2: it was It was around you that know, time. And I think yeah. a part of me felt a little bit like, hmm. And then, oh, the, the, I'm sorry, this is, I'm swearing now. The clusterfuck that was the first area at opening. <laughs> with those oh. gyrocopters. And you just saw gyrocopters, oh God, yeah. like 20,000 gyrocopters trying to hit targets yeah. that were already annihilated. <laughs> that was just like. This is oh, I not forgot about fun. that. This is not fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. I, I think you know when you compare it now to how they do their starter openings, I'm like much better, much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think I would I would like to revisit Mop just because it is a gorgeous expansion. I think the story is really interesting, yeah. but I don't think I gave it as much love back in the day as I should have, just because I was slightly tainted with what I saw and that first, like, hour experience being in the game. <laughs>
1: sure. <laughs> awesome. All right. So, at Talvi Online asks, what has been your favorite moment in the game so far and why?
2: Seeing Darnassus for the first time. That was such a, like, cool. that moment when you just realize. Because, you know, you're, you're in a tree, and you, you do your little quest, you know, kill some saber night sabers, go here, do this. And then you're like, oh, this is quite cute, you know. And then the moment you step foot into Darnassus and that music changes into the really mm. epic music. And you see how big the buildings are. And you see, actually, you see that tree that is a bank. Uh, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's like, wait, is that a bear? There's a bird on there as well. <laughs> that to me just made it really like, wow. And also that's where you also saw a lot of people and trade chat of course and and it was just a bit like wow oh this is a really le- like living world and and game that made it so much more and then of course there was the wetland um run because you don't stay oh. as a night <laughs> yeah. owl there at a certain point it was like right,
3: Cortran. yeah
2: we're going to uh to the wetlands okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that that really that stays with me forever
1: Cool, cool. At Stormy Steph underscore says Syl has said her favorite race is trolls and wishes they were available on the Alliance. Why does she why do you love them so much?
2: <laughs> I I'm I'm a horrible person. Um uh...
1: <laughs> I find that very hard to believe.
0: i <laughs> say so that's like so not
2: true. <laughs> it's because I'm quite like I saw them and in the beginning I thought, F- and, and then later on I saw like more of the trolls and I thought actually you know what, they're really tall they're ripped they remind me of rugby players with their builds and I was just like <laughs> hmm, that's, that's not the bad <laughs> and I, I, I love the vibe they're very laid back Um, I, I love the, the voodoo crossover because it's a bit darker and I've always liked that that whole culture with voodoo and hoodoo and all of that I find that really interesting so to see that in game as well with Loas and everything, I just find them fascinating and really, really cool. And for me, that was just like, yeah. And I think, you know, once bon Sandy was in the game, it just sealed the deal for me. I thought, this is it now. This is exactly what I want in a race because
1: That's pretty- it's
2: fun. They look, you know, and they're so colorful with with the hair colors and, and how they have their hair. Yeah. And yeah, I like that. I, I, it was the first race that I didn't get the feeling of, it has to be so serious and uh, not counting gnomes because, you know, that's that's a whole <laughs> <Sure>. different category <laughs>
1: again. But Bonsamdi is, a, I, I've got a troll hunter and I really like the troll aesthetic. And then when I saw Bonsamdi, this expansion, it was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's an awesome character. Yeah. I think and him, and, so him and well. Flynn, yeah, him and Flynn are my two favorite takeaways from BFA for sure. Yeah. Absolutely nice. love it.
1: Another question now from at retake control wants to know what is your favorite instance and why? So
2: if we're not talking about rates, because rates it's all the troll instances, all the troll rates because again, trolls, (laughs) but I just like how different they are from what we normally get. Uh, It's that, that jungle vibe that you get and you know, the fighting of the loas. I really, really like that. But for me, when I go to normal instances, I like the the more teen themed ones or the the spooky ones, like Scholarman's Waycrest, uh, Stratholm. I really enjoy stuff like that, as long as it's a bit creepy and uh, as if I'm like in the haunted mansion in Disney World, then I'm happy.
1: <laughs> oh, nice, very cool. Uh, at Liria Lear- Le- underscore. Wow. Has two questions. What's your favorite part of podcasting and how did you get started?
2: Uh, The favorite part of podcasting is um, uh, talking to the people for the interview section. That's, that's really what I enjoy the most because uh, it gives me the opportunity to to talk to a lot of people. I might've never talked to before. Um, And it's also nice just to have people back on that I've talked to before and just vibe really well with. I really enjoy that. And I, as weird as it sounds, I also like my first segment that I do, which is the, how was my week and well, because it actually gives me the chance to reflect on, what did I actually do? And did I actually enjoy that? <laughs> it's it's basically my brain dump for the week, like as most people have heard, especially with trying to pick classes and what I want to do and alts and, and things like that, it's it's also for me too. Because I, if I said it to my boyfriend, he just looks at me like, oh, you're talking Warcraft again, aren't you? Ugh. <laughs> he doesn't cause, and I can't blame him because he doesn't play it he doesn't get it he doesn't understand how it's so all consuming yeah. at times. Yeah. So yeah, for me that's like okay, I can put my brain down there. I'm sure that someone listens to it and goes, yeah, I understand what you're what's happening and I'm like, okay. Yeah. Maybe maybe I'll get some advice from someone.
1: And when you go over that when I'm listening I'm like, oh, that I haven't done that. Okay, <laughs> and now I got I got it in my head to go do that, yep, so yeah. you help us all out, I think. Oh, <laughs> good.
2: Um, and how did I get started? I I listened to, oh, this, this is going back. This is going really back into the beginning of World of Warcraft and podcasts. So there were a few podcasts that were big back in the days, um, like The Instance, of course. That was one of the first. Um, and then I found a podcast. Uh, once I fell down that rabbit hole, I found a podcast that was called Epic Dolls. Which I don't know if a lot of people remember. Mm. It's you can't get any episodes online anymore. I tried, but you can't get them. Oh. Um, so, Epic Dolls was a Warcraft podcast with only female cast members, mm. and they talked about what they did in game from a female perspective, and that also gave me the idea for Girls Gone Wild because they were very um, they were American based, and I thought, oh, let's have something that's European. <laughs> so that's where I got the idea from. But also, just hearing them talk, I was really like. God, these are all girls playing because that was back in the day when it was sort of rare to yeah. be a girl in game um, yeah, I mean we're talking about 15 years ago now and yeah I just thought wow there's a whole female podcaster community out there that's amazing and I just love what they talked about and yeah that's, that's really how it started so I looked into what do you have to do to create a podcast very naively and, uh, and started <laughs> that uh don't ever i i have them still i don't know if you can still listen to the first episodes of girls gone wow it wasn't great <laughs> <laughs> i was not good at editing <laughs> uh, a lovely time with with all the girls on that but i think ej and raven weren't even on there yet because they came in later and it was just yeah mifa and um and a few other people it's bad that i can't even really remember my name my my co-host names because five is the only one that i kept contact with and that was really yeah really really bad (laughs) really bad (laughs) but that's that's the thing you know you learn from all of that so yeah that that's how it started really by listening to to epic dolls
0: cool cool Oh, it sounds. I, I it sounds like something I would like to listen to. I wish
2: I could. Honestly, still find it, yeah, but... it was such a fun podcast, and there was another one, Hearthstone yeah. Tavern. I adored that one as well, and it was so sad when I actually tried to look up these these Twitter accounts as well, and it said mm. this account doesn't exist anymore. Like Aww. I remember Aww. that there was on Hearthstone Tavern there was Star Dancer Elf, but she called herself star dancers so this was just all about role play and they had honestly when you heard it it was amazing because they had a role play section at the start but they actually it was like hearing a radio play it was amazing it was amazing and just seeing that all the accounts just don't exist anymore on twitter and that you can't find any episodes anymore it makes me feel really sad seeing that
0: yeah yeah that is a shame yeah So that brings us to the end of the interview. So we will have our Community Heroes section. But before we get to that, would you like to tell the very good people of the internet how they can find you? And is there anybody that you would like to shout out?
2: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you can find me uh, on Twitter. I think that's where I'm probably the most active. Um, So if you want to follow the podcast, go to at whispers underscore off underscore war. Uh, that's also, if you just type in Whispers of War on any platform, I guess, for podcasts, you can find me there. Um, and my personal one is McMonkeys uh, on Twitter. That's Monkeys with a Z. Um, and my shout out to two, actually, to my lovely friend Fa, also because it's her birthday.
1: Oh, happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, you know, she's she's been amazing. She's been my, my longest and oldest friend in World of Warcraft. And uh, to my guild, a bit like Taliefix for um, coming to my fox hunting events
3: in-game.
2: <laughs> 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 so yeah, I'm giving a big shout out for them for participating and getting really drunk and having a lot of fun.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, that sounds like a... a it's, it does sound like a lot of fun. I am tempted to roll a character on your server and see what this RP lark is I about. I should do it. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I've been thinking about it for a while. It's, it might be. I mean, I don't, I don't think right now is probably the right time because we're just mm-hmm. obviously Shadowlands is about to launch, and I'll be dedicated to the main. Um, but yeah, it's something that I would like to do for sure. And obviously, we will put links to all of still, all the places you can find Sil. In the show notes. Um, and we will move on to our community heroes. Now, we didn't get many this week. So I've put in one of my own. And Brico, did you have anybody that you wanted to give a shout out to?
1: I hadn't thought that far forward. So I can All think right? of it while you give yours, maybe.
0: Absolutely. I will re- I'll read the... the uh, we got one from the community and I have one as well. Um, so that will give you a bit of time to think. And then we actually have an email... <laughs> Um, Exciting. that we got it was we got it back in August, and I'm really sorry, I didn't check the email regularly enough, but it's a lovely one. So I'll read that out after we've done the community heroes. So our nomination comes from at White Polar Bear Mount, also known as Capo, and his submission this week is for Austin slash Lertz, who is at Frank SHS Guild. He's the guild leader of Frank's Hot Source Guild, uh, on Laughing School, who answered. Uh Capo's call to help Frazly get his Nihilotha AOTC and Voidwing mount last week.
3: Awesome. And for
0: graciously tanking a mythic, uh mythic just a straight mythic mechagon group for Harlow, uh, and I, Capo, so that Harlow could get the last requirement to unlock the Mechagnomes on her account. As much as Fraz and Harlow, who is at uh I'm going to have to spell this, Keth Riveris, which is K-E-T-H-R-Y-V-E-R-R-I-S, do for the community. There's no way I was going to try not to try to help them get these things done when they generally don't do group content. Thank you for stepping up, Austin. You're the man. So there's quite a few people nominated and uh, mentioned in that one. (laughs) on On a
1: side note too, Austin has his own podcast. It's called Rot and Wither.
0: Oh, well, there we go. There's another one for you all to go and check out. (laughs) (laughs) So my nomination this week, um, and he'll be mightily embarrassed by this, but a tough shit. Um, My nomination goes out to my guildie, Gluggy, who is, uh, we've been friends probably as long as I've been playing Warcraft. uh, Because we meet up in real life at our um, meeting of champions, as we now call it each year. And this is the first year in 10 years that we haven't had a meetup um so I don't actually get to see him this year which is a bit sad but he is one of the most tolerant people I have ever met um he's extremely helpful to everybody he's always like he'll if you need help with anything he's always the person to step up first and to give help if you're leveling he'll boost you through freehold if you need to gear something you know he's always the one to jump in first and say I'll help um so a really big shout out for Gluggy. I would have to also say my wingman Zet and Noki, the Swedish team, for helping me and Kiddo run through Dead Mines for the first uh-huh, time. Um, kiddo is at uh, was just he absolutely freaking loved it. He was buzzing, um, and he yeah. Do you want to it, be a pirate he, now? Oh, he just wants to do dungeons all the time. <laughs> no. We had to pug in. We had to pug somebody in. And the person that we pugged in. So I went as a tank. Kiddo is a wargan warrior. And then we had the two the two Swedish guys, Zet and Nocky on. I can't remember what characters they were on. Anyway, we pugged in somebody else. And the pug kept pulling. And I was like, No, please stop. I'm trying to explain the tactics to my kiddo. You know, I want to explain the boss fights and all this. And the, this pug kept uh uh pulling. Obviously he just wanted a quick run, that's fine. But but kiddo turned around and went, He's been a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, so my my gildies get my nomination, Gluggy, Zet and Noki for um everything that you do to help. Um, you are true superstars and community heroes, and that may have given you enough time, Bricko, to think of somebody. But don't worry if you haven't. It
1: did. No, it did. I wanna, I wanna shout out my guildmaster, Lystra of Duskwood. She's the one that built my computer back in 2011. Uh, I met her. She actually doesn't live too far from me. It was kind of a weird small world, small world, I guess you could say, or small world of Warcraft. <laughs> um, she's been my guild master for since 2006, I think, <laughs> something like that. Um, but Lystra, I believe she listens quite a, quite a lot. Um, so this is a shout out to you and thank you for being a good friend and a great guild leader.
0: Awesome. Good stuff. So we did get an email, um, and it took me a while, um, to get to the email and I'm really sorry, but it was a lovely one. So I just want to read this. This is one of our little shout outs. Um, and the email goes, Hey, Demi and Bricko. I just wanted to say I love the podcast. I binged all the episodes on Spotify whilst working this week. The episode with Retake Control really struck a chord with me as I returned to WoW after a long break. My daughter was born in December last year. And so my playtime has changed so much compared to when I was playing as a kid slash teenager in Vanilla through Kata. Still trying to find a place in the WoW community and guild as I adjust to my new lifestyle, but listening to your show gives me faith that I'll find it. How lovely is that? That's wonderful. And that came from Icky Flame, who is on EU servers and has kindly uh, provided their uh, battle tag. So if anybody wants to hook up with Icky Flame and help them get back into the game, they ha- the uh, battle tag is Icky Flame hashtag 2621, and that's I IC- see k y f l a m e hashtag two six two one
3: wonderful
0: so that was really lovely yeah. thank you so much for that message we really liked hearing that thank it's you nice to that, yeah it's nice to know that what we're actually doing um is helping
1: and you'll find <laughs> your community you'll find your community
0: yes you will for sure for sure um so that almost brings us to the end of the show. But there is one thing that we have to mention. Um, and that's because of the way we've set up this podcast. Um, and that is the <laughs> behavior of uh, an Echo Guild member, Lorgok, earlier this week. So if you didn't see this, uh, it's probably all over Twitter. So you can go and find it. But Lorgok is one of the Echo Guild members. Now, Echo came out of the Ashes of Method, um, which the... Uh, circumstances around that we talked about in our very first show yeah. it wasn't our intended first show <laughs> <laughs> um but it was it kind of you know it actually set up what our podcast is about um and the fact that we don't stand for any racism sexism homophobia transphobia anything like that in this podcast or in the third faction community as a whole um and unfortunately Lorgok made some very sexist comments about one of the top WoW players in the world who just happens to be female. Um, And from my perspective, I'd already said, and I've said this publicly as well, I think I even addressed it on one of our shows. I can't remember which one. But when Echo Guild set up, I said, I would like to see them publicly state what their policy is around tolerance of racism sexism any other you know phobia whatever it might be and how they will handle it if it occurs in the guild again they didn't do that they didn't state publicly how those things would be handled what behavior expectations they had of their community members and lo and behold we've had one of their community members make some very uninformed sexist comments um and they've then had to suspend that person while they and i quote Look into it.
1: Mm. (laughs) All you got to do is watch it for crying out loud.
0: Yeah. Um, So it would be remiss of us under our uh, values and beliefs of what we, you know, the reasons that we do this podcast um, to highlight the good people, not to also call out the bad. Um, Now I, I've said on my own Twitter account that, they should i've said to them in their reply in a reply to their tweet saying that he's been suspended um that they need to say these are the expectations that we have of our members right. unfortunately because of their past they don't have as many get outs as other people do they don't have as many chances you know they had such right. a the reason that they became echo came out of some extremely serious sexual misconduct allegations and they don't have the same footing as everybody else. They don't have the same chances, but they haven't made it clear how they would handle those instances again. Um, And therefore they've kind of shot themselves in the foot. Um, So I, I, you know, I don't know what will happen. I know what I would prefer to happen, Um, but I'm not sure that that's what's going to happen. So we will see. We will
1: see. We got to be aware of yeah, this. because he's only on the. Oops, sorry, go ahead, Sol.
2: He's only on the three-month uh, suspension now, anyway, isn't he? So it's not like they completely benched him. He's still part of the team uh, after those three months. And I love it how people like that go. Oh, yeah, it's a learning experience <laughs> for me because I'm like, no, you got caught out. Yeah, <laughs> that's what yeah. happened. He's,
0: that's the learning experience. Yeah, it come. And that also comes back to something that. Um, Will Smith said, somebody asked him if there's more racism now, and he said, no, it's just being recorded. And it's the same with sexism, homophobia, yep. transphobia, mm-hmm. all of them. They you, they were still there before. It's just that they're now more visible, and we are calling them out more. And that it's important that we keep calling them out because it's the only way we'll stop them happening.
1: And that's how we're going to help yep. with this show.
0: Yeah, I hope so. I really yep. hope so.
1: Or how we're going to try to help.
0: Yes, we will do our best, as always. You know, that's all we can mm-hmm. do, isn't it? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we will wrap up the show there this week. Thank you so much, Syl, for coming along and joining us.
1: Thank you, Syl. It was awesome to talk to you again.
0: Thank you for having me. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed the interview as much as we enjoyed conducting it. We will be back in two weeks' time with another interview, another round of Community Heroes, more from the World of Warcraft, and until then, you can visit the website at www.thethirdfaction.com, where you will now find some community art that has been submitted and sent to us for various things, just people sending us stuff. So I thought, these people deserve these pieces to be viewable. So they're that's there. That's awesome. Um, so that's uh, Um You'll find all the links there of how to find me and Brico with some delightful pictures of us both, too. You can email the show just like Icky Flame did on the third faction show at gmail.com. That's the third faction show at gmail.com. And you can leave us a review on your chosen podcast platform. I promise to check them before the next show. And if you don't want to leave a review, the very best thing you can do is tell your friends about us. Thank you for listening. Thank you to my lovely co host Bricko. Thank you, Demi. And as always, remember. Always be learning and don't be a dick.